That's some good energy though, man. (laughs) Thank you. I'll try and get it back. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to Films on Trial. This this week, New Year's Eve. I'm Gav. I'm Alex. I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm Austin. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Will it be the glitter ball dropping or will it be just a ball dropping? We'll find out later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, well done. Oh, no, oh. you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Gav. As always, a great intro. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if no one's guessed already, Gav isn't here this week. He so we've decided to uh, crack on without him. But we're going to do yeah. our best to fill the gaps with. Uh, best to fill the gaps as Gav, I think, would be yeah. the best one. That was. <laughs> you that know, was... And, and as Gav always says, I like to fill a good gap. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've seen his uh, skirting boards, you'll notice that they are. Gapless. That is quite true, yeah. In a DIY sense. <laughs> oh, man. He cannot, he cannot help himself. He cannot help himself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I've, I've really enjoyed the start already, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, I hope Gav has if he's listening. If he's listening. Yeah, he will. Um, right, we'll do our, we'll do our best. Uh, should, we, should we go on to what we did last week, which was Elf? Yeah, um, Gav, you judged Elf, and you decided <laughs> that it should be put on the uh, on the hit list. Yeah. So, uh, what, what did you think? Did you make the right decision? Well, as I've always said to you guys, I've always thought Elf was like a, an autobiography, or you know, it's, it's pretty much just a summary of my life to date. Just arrive here, I wear jolly green tights, love to jump, prance around, and play the piano whenever I can, singing and smiling. That's the, my motto. Even though oh. I'm a bit angry at times, you know, I'm just loud. That's oh, it's all. all right, Gav. Don't worry. We forgive you. It's all right. It's Good all for right. you, Gav. But thank, thanks for apologising, mate. That's That means That's a lot. Right list anyway. Uh, yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you agree, Gav. Oh, right. Christ almighty. And uh, <laughs> Dave, do you, want to see, do you want to have a go at introducing us into... Yeah, okay. So this week's episode is New Year's Eve, which was pulled out of the hat at random on the same <laughs> week as New Year's Eve. Yeah, just... Purely a random, what a coincidence. I mean, <laughs> if you believe that, you'll believe anything. So, <laughs> so here we have, in defense, well, you see, we've had to kind of rejig the roles, I think mm. I must point out at this point. Originally, Joel was down the judge and Joel's not here. So we had to rejig the roles a bit, and Gav was set the judge. Now Gav's not here. So we had to rejig the roles again. So quite unfortunately, we've all ended up watching New Year's Eve. So what we normally yeah. try and do is have an impartial judge. Unfortunate for many reasons. One, because we've all had to watch New Year's Eve. But also because we now no longer have an impartial judge. So, Do you, do you see how that's worked out? Like, it's those two guys primarily who picked New Year's Eve. Do you know what I mean? I think Joel suggested it and Gav gave it the seal of approval. And like, here we are. Do you know what I mean? All three of us, you know. Yeah. Schmucks having watched <laughs> yeah, schmucks. New Year's Eve right and now about to discuss it for a good half hour or so. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, not ideal. So originally, these were the roles we would have had. We have had to reshuffle a little bit. Originally, Alex was... Uh, set to prosecute Alex is in prosecution uh, and Alex is just like Halle Berry oh wow are we doing uh, he, so we're doing you, sorry Dave just to be yeah. clear you're stepping into Gav's insulting shoes as well oh yeah, I, yeah. no fantastic <laughs> this, this is easy fantastic <laughs> this is absolutely easy Alex is just like Halle Berry 
He once came sixth in a Miss America pageant. <laughs> Actually, this is a lot harder than Gav makes it seem. <laughs> a lot harder. Yeah, this, I don't think I've got this quite right. Um, Austin was also due to be prosecuting originally. He is now stepping up into more of a judging role. Austin's just like Bo- John Bon Jovi, a Grammy-winning rock star, record producer, and philanthropist. <laughs> he dresses yeah, like one anyway. It's, it's, not, yeah, it's, it's not quite as easy as Gav makes it look. Uh, and... I was set to be defending, and I'm just like Hector Elizondo's Lester Kaminsky in that I gave up a long time ago and peaked around 1993. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite accurate. I think I got one. Oh, no, Dave. I think I got one. <laughs> and Gav and Joel are just like Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds insofar as they're not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, Dave. Oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm impressed. So, oh, with the with the rejig in mind that we've had to do and had to take this episode down a slightly different path, um, I mean, what did we all like about New Year's Eve? Should we go down that route and see? Well, should, what we, we, uh, should we give a, a small synopsis of the film just to let them know? Probably, should, Gav would approve of that. He would should. approve. <laughs> he, he he does like to do that bit. So, uh, how should we? Well, who's not done their Gav impression yet? Dave. Oh God, Dave. Can you do. <laughs> I can't the, do a Gav impression. Can you do the synopsis of New Year's Eve as Gav? As as Gav. Oh my goodness. So it's kind of got kind of got big energy, big exuberance, quite loud, little, little element of scars, but it's <laughs> quite loud. So it's quite, <laughs> Hello and welcome to Films on Tile. The there lives of several couples and singles in New York City intertwine over the course of New Year's Eve. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. It was, all, it was almost Manchester. I love it. <laughs> it, was, it was going a bit uh, was Sean Ryder towards the end. <laughs> I've always confused Sean Ryder and Gav, though. I don't know about the rest of you, but... <laughs> oh, great. Um, right. Well, should we... You know, I was actually going to be down as defence, and you know what? I'm, I'm happy to go first and say what is what is good about this film. Do you know what I mean? What is absolutely fantastic? So if, if that's okay with the rest of you? Go for yeah. it, mate. Fantastic. Okay. Right. Well, I, and you've got to remember, I was pitching this to Gav, right? So this is this is in mind as when I was writing my argument in defence of New Year's Eve, was that, like, say, you do, say you're putting on a fantastic New Year's party, as Gav has many times, you know what I mean? And, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to want to put on for, for, for your guests to eat, right? What do you put on at a New Year's Eve party? You put on a buffet. Do you know what I mean? That, and that's what you want. You want everyone to have a little plates of lots of little different things. And that's exactly what this film is. That's exactly what New Year's Eve is. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's a lovely spread of everything, right? And just like, New, you know, just like a New Year's Eve buffet, right? You're not going to have everything on your plate. You know what I mean? There's, you know, you, you look over there, there's a plate that's got Ashton Kutcher on it. You might not fancy that plate. Do you know what I mean? Don't, don't fill up on Ashton Kutcher then. <laughs> Go over and, and you can enjoy your Michelle Pfeiffer bits. Do you know what I mean? You can look over and you can get your Robert De Niro, pile your plate high with uh, Hilary Swank playing a part, <coughs> sorry, playing <laughs> across from Ludacris. You know what I mean? Enjoy those, enjoy those moments. You know what I mean? This is a New Year's Eve film. We're not watching Citizen Kane. We're not watching, um, uh, you know, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. This isn't going to be a satisfying meal that's going to fill you all the way up. Do you know what I mean? It's not trying to be. It's just trying to be a little light bites and, you know, just enjoy yourself. You know, maybe go and get yourself another drink and have a mingle when, um, I don't know, Ashton Kutcher's in the elevator. Do you know what I mean? Go and do that. But you can still enjoy. There's a lot to, there's a lot to pick out of this buffet of, uh, of a New Year's Eve spread. Wouldn't you agree? fellas <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a buffet that's for sure it's yeah. uh, certainly catering of some sort <laughs> and i feel as though they've used a lot of very you know expensive ingredients to create oh, this buffet very much uh, so 
but I'm not entirely sure they put the recipe together quite right. You know, <laughs> I feel like maybe there's a mixture of, uh, there's too much mixture of, of, uh, of genres <laughs> at times, <laughs> you know, maybe you've got your, your, your Indian next, right next to your spaghetti bolognese <laughs> and, and, you know, nobody really wants to have, uh, a garlic ciabatta in, in a korma. <laughs> You know, it's not gonna. <laughs> Have you tried it though, Ozzy? That's the great thing about a buffet. You put these things together, and you that know, is... you you might find new tastes that you didn't enjoy. And that's one of the things I think you can probably give this. You know, they they have tried something. You know, they've taken a love actually um, storyline essentially. You know, the multi multi story, multi um, entwined lives, and then you know, because that was first to market in in this sort of genre. I think I, I don't know anything before love actually that was really trying to do that on a big scale. These guys have tried to do that with. Uh, is it the same people who did Valentine's Day? By the way, yes, it is. Yeah, it's Gary and Marshall. It's kind of Gary an unofficial, Marshall. unofficial trilogy. They did uh, Valentine's Day in 2010, then they did this New Year's Eve in 2011, and then finally Mother's Day in 2016. Oh, there's another one. Oh goodness, yeah, oh the good. Third one, Mother's oh, Day. Thank God. So, well, we know what we're these, doing there, don't we? <laughs> all these intertwining. <laughs> we haven't done Valentine's Day yet. No, exactly. All these yeah. intertwining <laughs> stories that just kind of like come together around a holiday much as like love actually where as opposed christmas is a season and gives you a chance to actually get like some storyline um yeah. these are all for some reason one day events but you know that's not to say I'm, I'm sticking the knife into into new year's eve at all you know we're trying to be positive here trying to you know bring some bring some good things to the table about this film yeah we've all seen it yeah, yeah i think we you have. know what it captures it captures a lot of love stories in different ways and i think it does try to do the 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 love actually vibe in terms of you know the love love happens in in many different ways in some instances and i think that the i th- i think deep down that there is quite a heartfelt message within a new mm. year's eve and but, don't get me wrong it was difficult to, to tease out but i think actually it's about reflection and it's about there's quite yeah. a lot of um uh like redemption within each of these oh, yeah. uh within not every story but most of these stories yeah definitely got the, um, uh, the 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 like Halle Berry's guy. Actually, she doesn't have any redemption, does she? She just doesn't yeah, she's so nice bad. throughout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. Yeah, but Robert De Niro does. You know, he's oh, the yeah. patient does. You know, Hilary Swank does. Yeah, quite a few of them do, don't they? Yeah, Zac Efron, Josh yeah. Hamill. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff to talk about. I'll tell you about all the stuff I liked about. I mean, I was down to prosecute this, but I'll tell you about all the things oh, well, I liked you know, about New yeah, Year's yeah. Eve. You know, let's be generous at this time of year. We don't exactly. need to fight. <laughs> Gav, Gav <laughs> I know, each other. Now he's, now he's not here. Isn't it going a lot, do you know what I mean? A lot smoother and a lot yeah, you know, more it's friendly. Like this this like, like film gladiatorial arena where Gav exactly. pits us against one another. Exactly. <laughs> he rouses us up with those insults. Do you know what I mean? It gets us all... <laughs> Gets, puts us all on the back foot and exactly yeah. there's no I'll tell you all the things I liked about New Year's Eve I'm, I'm a big Bon Jovi fan I really like Bon Jovi and, I, know, I know you are too yeah John Bon Jovi's in it um, and just to pad this out a bit uh, John Francis Bon Jovi Jr. was born in 1962 <laughs> in Bergamo, New Jersey uh, he was raised by his parents and idolised local rock stars such as Bruce Springsteen uh, and the Aceberry Dukes uh, John met keyboardist for Bon Jovi David Bryan at the age of 16 in high school uh, you know what yeah this is about and, as and, as I can go and with. do you know what I think would be high up on John Bovey's uh, list he's in he stars in New Year's Eve I think that would be high up in his accolades and things that he should be exactly forget the Grammys remembered for wouldn't you agree forget the sellout tours forget the millions of album sales he was in New Year's Eve he was in the film we starred alongside Robert De Niro 
exactly. probably. I don't think they actually exactly. shared any time. Did they exactly. on screen, he, could, but... he could sort of argue at the point, though. Do you know? Like this where... is a film, though, that's got like it's got four Oscar winners in it and three Oscar nominees. I mean, you can say what you like, and I'm sure we, you know, we might come around to that a little bit later. But for casting, you cannot. Do you know what I mean? This has got the best casting. Whoever the casting person was, did the, the most incredible job. I mean, I'd, I've a blackmail maybe or <laughs> like a lot of money i don't they couldn't have taken a salary do you know what i mean because this the budget would have been over a billion do you know what i mean I, if it taken i think a lot of the i think one of the things that again which they've done good here is um is probably cashing in quite a lot of um screen time for mm. advertisement i think that's another thing you know it's quite subtle throughout mm. this you know everyone's wearing nivea hats everyone's wearing um I, th- I think they did a really good job of really promoting New York City and all of the businesses yes. around Times Square very well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some some great touch. The Phillips sign, you know, that they've guys have got, you know, really good angle a light for switch getting... that may not quite work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to buy a Phillips. It's a perfect film, angle to get McDonald's and TGI Fridays in the same <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you see the big bit of Sherlock Holmes as well? It was like it was advertising another film within its <laughs> within itself. At the, yeah, that's the clever. Well. That's yeah, like exactly. A Marvel, a Marvel uh, take on things. Remember when they did uh, Batman? Uh, is it Batman versus Superman in within one of the other? I can't oh, remember. really? It was in Superman, there was a Batman advert or something. Oh, gee. <laughs> it, was quite, uh, it was quite clever. They know what uh, they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, anywho. Well, you know, they've, they've right, used okay. a, they've they've used a shotgun technique. Do you know what I mean? They've just fired at the wall. Do you know what I mean? And they're going to hit the target. And they've, you know, they do it. They do it. You know, you you watch it. You're watching it, and Hal Berry comes on, and you just can't help it. And Dave, I know you couldn't. Do you know what I mean? You can't help but just go like, ah, oh, Hal Berry's in it. You know, and like <laughs> that happens. You know, fifty times. You're just like, oh, Catherine Heigl's in it. Oh. Jessica Biel is, you know, a part of, yeah. you know, across from Sarah Paulson. Like, what the fuck? You know, but it, I, it, I did pause when Alyssa Milano came on. It was just like, that is one hour, 40 minutes into the film. Alyssa Milano has turned up on screen. It's how many more, we've got 10 minutes to go. How many more people can they try and shoot on in here? <laughs> you know, got, oh, go on. Go on. I was going to say, I've got a couple more, I suppose, you know, good points to put in. Is that, I think the film is, it's positive. It's relatively inoffensive. Um, you know, I think it's happy, happy, it's upbeat, and I guess it's fairly, fairly celebratory. You know, it's. Yeah. I think it's it's very much you know inoffensive and will keep you. Uh, yeah, I mean, inoffensive. Yeah. It it doesn't go anywhere. It's pretty pretty incredible in that yeah. line, isn't it? So it's, I think I've got three things. Then it's it's positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of storylines. Yeah. And there's a star-studded cast. Yeah. yeah. I mean... They're three pretty big things, which I reckon if this was me, you know, actually defending, I'd have built out on them all, all day long, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I was going to really take that buffet analogy and just run with it for quite, quite, quite a long time, if I'm honest. Um, I, I feel like rather than uh, try and carry this on for too much longer. Yeah, should we? What do we actually think about this? Should we delve? Should we delve now? Yeah. We've tried our positive side. Should we delve a little into? I thought, well, yeah. Dave, go on. You didn't speak. You, it didn't feel like you had as much positive things to say about it, Dave. Oh, I really didn't. I mean, I was all set to prosecute this one, and boy, was I set to prosecute this one. You know, this one. I mean, it just writes itself. Unlike this script, which you know, really, <laughs> there's got to be real effort to kind of make a script this bad yeah. i'm sorry but this is one of the worst films i think i've ever seen and yeah. gary marshall you know he, he, he did pretty woman 
you know, that, whether you like it or not, it's a seminal film of the 90s. You know, this man could direct the film. What happened here? Where did New Year's Eve go so badly wrong? How can you get so many decent actors, I mean, some questionable ones as well, but decent mm -hmm. actors for the most part, and give them absolutely nothing to work with? There is not one good line, not one good storyline. There is nothing for anyone in this star-studded cast to work with. How is that possible? This is, I, no, but I, this is I, almost I, a tour de force. <laughs> I, I think Ozzy answered it before. It's because it's going for complete. It's it's aiming for total inoffense. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like trying to be, and that's the why you get all the good cast members on because mm. it's not going anywhere near any topic that's even slightly sort of no. just dodge. Well, do you know? But then again, it did have a fifteen-year-old flashing. Do you know what I mean? That was. Do you remember that bit? Oh yeah, well, Abigail oh. Breslin. That was just yeah. that was a weird bit that came out of nowhere. But apart from that, it's like pretty much just middle of the road pap from like yeah. start to finish, right? Like hallmark. Maybe that oh, was yeah. the the only way they got all the money for uh, from Hollywood. You're going to keep the uh, the big the big name producers on on board. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've got it. Right, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh right. Oh yeah. right. Yeah. yeah oh right. Great. Yeah. 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 Green light. Green light. Green light. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, give the film its due. It did make money at the box office. This was a yeah. huge success. You know, lest we forget. You know, this this made its budget back uh, twofold. Oh, the, you know. The, this will be tricking people into watching it on New Year's well, Eve. You know what I mean? <laughs> just from the title for... I'm just amazed that it did, though, because Valentine's Day kind of makes sense. You release it around Valentine's Day, there's going to be loads of people going to the cinema on dates. I can believe that that would, would make money for that reason. New Year's Eve, who goes to cinema on New Year's Eve? Mm -hmm. You know, who goes to see a New Year's Eve theme film and that's one of the things i had such a problem with with this film you know christmas love actually okay it's, it's there's a lot of films made around christmas that makes sense but with this one who cares about new year's eve this much you know robert de niro is dying and he says of all the things on this earth he wants to do <laughs> he wants to see the ball drop in <laughs> Times square one <laughs> time that is it new year's yeah. eve is this man's life you know he, i know he cares about yeah. New Year's Eve, but no one cares. Gets this passionate about this holiday. I felt you know? like maybe it was. I think may, maybe is aimed purely at an American or New York-based mm. audience because it's yeah, it's just not that big a thing here. It's just an excuse to go out and get pissed up. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's ever been for for me. Yeah. You know, and, and in actual fact, I tend not to go out that much, but. I can see, you can see based on purely this is how big, a, you know, I, you know, actually give the film its due at the start. I made a few notes when it was set up. The initial setup, <laughs> I thought was relatively clever. You know, it's a lot of show and not tell about how big a deal this is. You know, they've got all of the prep for the day happening. You know, there yeah. was a, a prolonged shot of uh, like a lorry full of, or several lorry full of uh, toilet, uh, port-a-loos. Yeah, yeah. which I thought it was a bit weird as a shot <laughs> I thought visually it summed up the film quite well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 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 but, you know, when did that. the setup end and, and it started to tweak that maybe this wasn't <laughs> <laughs> but, you know I think it, it, it strikes me that that is a really big deal uh, you know central New York Times Square yeah, yeah. clearly is a big deal for hmm. you know America generally it's, you know, it's the finance capital on earth I, I think there's a bigger market maybe in America for that kind of <laughs> Schmaltz. Sorry, sorry, America, emotional pap. I think sometimes <laughs> I can't. I, sorry, America, if that really offends people who are listening. But I do think sometimes, I, you know, love actually is pretty pappy, but 
oh my god you just i don't think you could get away with that over here do you know you know it's just like you know that bit, bit where she's talking about and it's about reflections and it's about this and it's about that and it's just like oh god like you know you know the, the sort of emotional depth of like a, a, of an eight-year-old do you know what i mean <laughs> talking about new year's eve uh, yeah I, I i i did think that was partly possibly just maybe down to culture a little bit Possibly, yeah, but yeah, lest we so. forget, Love Actually right. was a big hit over in the United States as well. Mm. You know, I don't think we would have had this film without Love Actually and without no. the success that Love Actually did have. But whatever you think of it as a film, it oh. was a big hit. It was financially successful, and I think it's that formula that they've tried to use again, but just for a really strange holiday and with yeah. a really weird script. I wonder whether it's to try and avoid the, as best as possible avoid the Love Actually um, things they've gone mm. oh, yeah, let's do the same format we'll pick these days push, yeah push, you know Valentine's Day because obviously Valentine's Day was first and oh well that one probably worked let's do New yeah. Year's Day now that's another, another good one I mean Mother's Day they're, they're running out of it that's, they're running they were running out of ideas at that point so, yeah yeah I mean Mother's it is an unofficial like a, trilogy yeah it feels like it could be a horror film actually Mother's Day it's got the the, the you know the, that sort of setup and it that Mother's Day could be you know a surreptitious title for a horror film rather than a, a schmaltzy <laughs> well, love story. So could New Year's Eve. So could Valentine's New, Day. Yeah, Valentine's yeah, Day is, I think. Is yeah. <laughs> I would love it if it had been. I I, I think though this was always going to make money. You can't stuff it. You know you got to talk about bankable names. This has just got so many bankable names. That's the real story behind New Year's Eve is how the hell they got this many people. To, to, to be on it you know and uh, you know good to go back to slightly positive you know I was watching it with my wife and she was going like I can't believe you've got to defend this like how what are you going to say and then Sarah Jessica Parker comes in and she just goes oh <laughs> like, oh oh Sarah Jessica Parker's in it you know and it did you know I think it got everyone in that way you know cause she loves Sex in the City and she was like oh New York and Sarah Jessica Parker so there is an element but then that the shotgun effect has its own you know you just can't you can't spray and pray like that. You just, you know, especially when you're going for the emotional side of things. It was just, just didn't make any, any impact on me whatsoever. And yet was trying to so hard. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> just trying that buffet analogy. <laughs> dragging out that buffet. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would, I would, uh, you know, I would agree with Dave. I'd say this is possibly one of the worst films Oh, by, by a lot, by a long way. We, we yeah. put on the, put on the, put on the podcast, to be honest, like at, at least, like this Christmas season, I didn't think you'd be able to beat Noel as one of the films I hated more. But oh, yeah. it wasn't that bad. I, I actually enjoyed <laughs> Noel. You know, I know that's fairly controversial, but I actually enjoyed. No, genuinely thought it was a right film, like, <laughs> a film that I would watch again. You know, Oof. you know, next year maybe not, not between Christmases certainly, but you know, I thought it was all right. You know, it's not terrible. I think I've started to genuinely confuse Noel and Christmas Chronicles too. I had to think then which one, <laughs> which one had Belschnickel in it. I had like Anna Kendrick and Belschnickel together, and I was like, no, 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 hang on, hang on. Maybe that's a film that w- maybe that would have yeah, made yeah. it better. You know, a little bit more exciting. The uh, <laughs> a bit more, a bit more peril in each. But, uh, yeah, no, you I, never know. Noel too this time next year. <laughs> yeah, it has been. It's been a hard December. <laughs> It's been a hard December, and I, I and I don't, you know, fair enough to Oz, uh, to Gav and Joel for not being able to yeah. stick it out to the end. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Some of us have know. got staying power. And yeah, exactly. Some of us, some of us have got you know crippling diseases and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, I mean, I 
I felt like there was so much. I think you could break down each story of this and just be like, what the fuck is going on with each base? Like, there's so many unbelievable characters. Like, there's no way Hillary Swank is the vice president of uh, the Times Square. No. Whatever it's called. Man. Whatever that thing is. Yeah. yeah. Like, that apparently the president walk goes around in a limo constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I know it's, it's just that prestigious, like that, but it was just like there is no way she could be that high up in the company. She's just like no. a bumbling idiot. Like, I know there were so also, many implausibilities. Also, you had the Josh Duhamel story, where it's like, oh, he, he and Sarah Jessica Parker turns, turns out it's Sarah Jessica Parker met the previous New Year's, um, and they go their separate ways. And it's like, if you're serious, meet yeah. me at this restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the restaurant's closed. So, so he waits for about an hour. <laughs> yeah, easily about an hour because yeah. by the time he gets there after giving his speech, the restaurant is, is <laughs> like, and I say closed, not as in it's shut. It's it's shut being demolished. Say, yeah. There's wooden boards around it. There's nowhere for him to wait. Sarah Jessica Parker picks up a daughter at New Year. Yeah, yeah. takes her to a, a restaurant then goes home and gets changed in the yeah, yeah, ball yeah. gown not only that flags down a, a carriage drawn by a horse <laughs> how long was Josh Hamill waiting on the street outside he would have gone after 15 minutes yeah, I'm sorry no. <laughs> and she would have turned up and been like maybe I shouldn't have got the horse do you know what, yeah. do you know what? maybe <laughs> a step too far uh, maybe I shouldn't yeah, have like got the horse that was these things did I do? <laughs> I have that was left out yeah, yeah. way too far so. I I was also a bit, you know, when like Hillary Swank is like, I can't be here. I can't go and meet the mayor. There's somewhere I have to be. Sake, and it's yes. like, where does she have to be? And it's like, she's Robert De Niro's daughter. And it's like <laughs> the entire time that this lighthearted, are we going to get the glitter ball lit up? Is being like because her dad, you know, her dad's been in the, you know, it's like, yeah. holy shit. Was it because she wants to get it for her dad or... That wasn't mentioned, was it? Wasn't it wasn't. It seemed like it just dawned on her. At yeah, the end of the like ah, uh, maybe I should go yeah. and like, yeah. be with my dad because he's dying yeah. tonight. Was a weird bit actually. Yeah, it struck me that in his bit of the storyline when he describes his his situation is that actually he's upset everyone, so nobody hangs around him anyway. He hasn't got any family. He hasn't got anyone who needs to be told. And then. Yeah, he does have family. Yeah. And she's, you know, and she's willing to come to she's him. She's just de- literally down the road. Like, yeah. yeah. I just seemed a bit, uh, it's just... What, 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 was the, what would you say the story, I mean, this is a hard, a hard one. What would you say the storyline that upset you most would have been? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one that got to me the most. Me, oh, there's so many. I mean, the oh, I know mine. Yeah, I mean, mine was definitely the Catherine Heigl John Bon Jovi story. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet that must have hurt quite a bit, Dave. It did one because I genuinely, <laughs> I, I wasn't joking about that bit before. I genuinely do like Bon Jovi. I know. And, he's, and he seems like a stand up guy when you see him like interviewed and stuff like that. You know, I like the man, but he can't act. Well, he, looked thing, and weird. Then, he looked a bit weird as well, didn't he? Yeah, and then the storyline. What really bugged me about this storyline was that at the end, you know, after Catherine Heigl is the caterer for this like prestigious New Year's Eve party. He's a, a rock star, you know, shouldn't be too much of a stretch for him to act. Why was he so bad? But it was yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. this multi-million <laughs> record selling rock star. Um, they used to date, and it turns out that this gig that she thought she'd gotten all on her own to cater for this prestigious mm. party, nope. He got you that gig. He refused no. to play unless we gave you that gig. You think you thought you did it all by yourself? Yeah, you thought it was your hard you work. Thought, you thought your <laughs> career success and your graph that you put into this got you where you are today? No, it's because you knew a famous rock star that you used to date and he got you this job. He did it all yeah. for you. And it's like, 
bollocks that is not the message people no. should be taken away from this so that that did irritate me do you, do you remember her friend as well the uh you know she might have mentioned that she was mexican a few times during oh, the film she's colombian isn't she oh, mm, was she colombian was she colombian uh, yeah i think, I think but she's, the actresses so. are famous. famously colombian. she yeah. she when she t- first t- comes on there's actually like playing kind of like tropical music did you notice oh, that Christ, yeah. i didn't know oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really quite bad and well, she's being extremely like Latin. she was she was just being gloria from modern family that's the role she's <laughs> sophia vergara is best known for and she was just being gloria and i thought you know oh it's it's just you know she's got a very distinctive accent it's like you're thinking gloria because it's the accent but then she started talking in my home country people only get down on one knee when mm. they get shot or something yeah and then, that's a that's a basically a line from modern family that's a gloria joke he's, he's taking a you know yeah. this is gloria they've just cast her and made her gloria from modern family They've not given her a chance to act. She is a professional actress. She can do something else, I'm sure. Give yeah. her a chance. Couldn't couldn't they all, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 they all should have done something else, let's be honest. I think the the one that sort of I found the most upsetting, maybe because it was in it the most, was the um Michelle Pfeiffer, Zach Efron one, just because oh, so I quite like Michelle Pfeiffer for, like and, and I thought she was actually kind of okay in it actually like i think as dave was saying like you know i thought her sort of depiction of a woman that's sort of like cold and a bit like i thought you know considering it's michelle pfeiffer i was like i actually kind of see that a little bit i don't know what it is she's done there but i believe that but then to put her across from zach efron do you know what i mean it's like the balance just is so out there do you know what i mean and then he was just awful and i think the thing that really hurt was just that john lithgow turned up in it and oh i really like john lithgow i really like john lithgow when he just when he's in stuff and it was just like it, i think it was more upsetting just because he was in it do you know what i mean rather than Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That one yeah. causes me physical pain to think back. Oh, and yeah. think that, yeah, that John Lithgow scene was awful. I mean, maybe they gave Michelle Five for a choice. It was like, uh, you can act opposite <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, Zac Efron, or Josh Duhamel. And she was like, Efron. I'll take Zac Efron. I'll take Efron. Maybe she was made an offer she couldn't refuse, Dave. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Are you suggesting that Gary Martin threatened <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> It'll either be your brains on the contract or your signature. <laughs> it, it certainly fell that way. I, that, it, what annoyed me about her story is actually she seems to regress the more her story progressed. Mm. You know, she starts off as someone who's clearly very good at their job, but it's been, you know, uh, what's it called? Like just taken for granted. She quits a job, which is essentially like gonna take control of her life, and then suddenly goes from that, you know, clearly that to a successful, relatively successful company, but you know she's being misthought of, and then suddenly she is like a fish out of water. She can't mm. do anything that's on the list. She's got totally incapable. And this guy, who's just a bicycle courier, yeah. seems to be the yeah, most yeah. well-connected guy in the whole <laughs> yeah, yeah. of New he's, York. He's life-affirming, yeah. though, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's just a, he's just a, a pure spark of energy. <laughs> yeah, and then by the end, when she's dancing in the party, and she's like a I just, you know, just totally uncoordinated <laughs> mess. So, yeah, so that was frustrating. Yeah, the Catherine Heigl chef type story that was all every bit of it was just ill thought out. Yeah. Yeah. The baby bit, the Jessica Beale, oh, really. Oh, again, that was actually, really yeah, that was actually quite <laughs> a <powerful laughs> well. 
That's a horrible story. I, I, I think I think the worst one for me was the Ashton Kutcher one because the, the Ashton Kutcher one in the lift, it started off as quite a small one that wasn't in it that much. And I was like, at least... And to be honest, it ruined my analogy for a buffet because by the end, <laughs> oh, it was one of the biggest plates was the Ashton Kutcher plate. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh my God, what is this? There is nothing to this. And they, they've made it one of the bigger ones. Robert De Niro didn't have as much screen time as Ashton Kutcher, you know. What? All over the place. <laughs> the whole thing is that you could have, I, I think with some clever editing, you could probably turn that into quite a well-paced and emotional story. The whole yeah the whole th- thing particularly because you've got the death of him but yes. I, so, I yeah. can't remember what happens but so he I couldn't dies, care less think, when he dies yeah it's like <laughs> when he dies care. and you think oh yeah I should be I should be feeling something and it's quite an emotional yeah. touch and then almost immediately I can't remember what it skips to but I remember thinking that's a really odd yeah to go from that to that oh, it can't it can't leave you sad do you know oh, what I mean oh went to the babies didn't it went yeah. straight to the babies it's like, oh, it's like new life again. new life death and new life yeah 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 well, yeah it's just it was so oh, it was cringy throughout you know it's just that shit <laughs> I can't yeah. think of a better phrase I, I, I don't know it's only a small thing but the incidental music as well was powerfully powerfully <laughs> annoying powerfully irritating <laughs> yeah um, yeah. I mean does anyone else have anything I just no, you know I just avoid I mean we could go on for, for a while it could go on for a very long time yeah, just don't anyone, ever don't if, ever watch if, New Year's if, Eve if anyone's I mean, things, listening to this everything happens for a reason and it's kind of fortuitous that all three of us had the chance to see this film and henceforth have just given our actual (laughs) thoughts from the get-go because yeah this is this is a nightmare to defend it's indefensible to be honest it's that bad it you know um I mean, should we go from, like, we'll, we, we've said it now. Uh, should I do a quiz? And then we can come, our judgment, we'll just check Rotten Tomatoes and see, yeah. and see where we are with that. Do you know what I mean? See, <laughs> see, see, if, see if it agrees or disagrees. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's have a quiz. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. So this is a quiz all about New Year's Eve, and it's about based around uh, people getting together on New Year's Eve. Uh, I'm going to tell you a quote from the film, and you're going to have to tell me what the film is if that's okay yeah. it's quite it's quite hard i was doing it as i was doing it, it was quite hard it's quite hard to not make it hard so i'll do my best all right um i hate you uh and then they kiss uh no Was it i can give you i can give you a little bit more if you need it oh wait no i hate you she's it's the woman that says it and she goes i hate you and then they kiss oh um, uh, like- i'll give you a bit more of a clue uh, when you realise who you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. And she goes, it's like the best, it's one of the best speeches ever for before New Year's Eve. And she goes, I hate you. And they kiss. It does have a Harry in it. When Harry met Sally. It's when Harry met Sally. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. The only other Harry I could think of. <laughs> exactly. Uh, another one. Um, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe more for you, Dave, I think on this one. I love you, Miss Kublik. Did you hear what I said? I absolutely adore you. Just shut up and deal. <laughs> no idea. Too hard. <laughs> what is? Get, get, more clues, more clues. Uh, a very, uh, you love this actor. His last name is a citrus fruit. Lemon, Jack Lemon. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's uh, Eve the, film. The apartment. It is the apartment. Well done, Dave. <laughs> well done. Uh, all right, next one that should be a bit easier. It is a New Year's Eve film. I know it was you. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. 
Oh, I know that one. <laughs> oh, That's Godfather Part 2. <laughs> it's Godfather Part 2. When he says it to Fredo, he does kiss yeah. him, but it's not in a nice way. <laughs> rattles his head. <laughs> rattles his head. <laughs> and a few scenes later, blows his brains out. Um, next one. Uh, on New Year's... I'll, I'll, I'll do an impression, because this is a hard one, so it might, might, it might help by doing an impression. Okay. On New Year's Eve, I met Rachel. She's interesting and smart and attractive. And for about five minutes, I had her convinced that I was too. Prince William made a film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> uh, was, that, was that Hugh Grant? It's it was Hugh Grant. Grant. Was it, um, actually? Which film? Wasn't Love Actually, no. Who else is here? Who else is... <laughs> um, I think a few Grant films around New Year's. Um, it's hard. It's not. It's not a classic New Year's Eve film. I'm not gonna lie. I was uh, uh, some of that music and lyrics or something. Or no, no, no. About no. a boy. About oh, a boy. Okay. About yes, a boy. I should have known that. Yeah. Okay. Next one leading on quite nicely from that one. Another one in a posh English accent. A posh English accents, I should say. Wait a minute. Nice boys don't kiss like that. Oh yes, they fucking do. <laughs> I was something quite ominous about that. Danny <laughs> Dyer at the end there. Oh, yeah, they oh, fucking, they fucking do. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, that, no, that is Bridget Jones. It is Bridget Jones, well done, Aussie. It is, it is, it is. Another pretty awful scene. I think that's a Richard Curtis one as well, isn't it? Uh, pretty sure he's, I think he had I think he had something to do with it uh, <laughs> it feels like he did it feels like he did um, and I think am I doing oh yeah uh, maybe penultimate one um, this one's just three gunshots that was two that was two <laughs> there was a pause there was a pause I'll try I'll do it again <laughs> No. Any ideas? Um, Any ideas? Three gunshots on New Year's Eve. Two gunshots spaced apart and then another gunshot a little bit later. Does the, do the two gunshots happen in the last minute of the previous year and then the other gunshot? <laughs> yeah, the other gunshot. <laughs> Sadly, no. Um, um, You're not going to... It's a hard one. No. It's not your classic New Year's Eve film. Boogie Nights. It's Boogie Nights. It's <laughs> <laughs> when William H. Macy... Uh, yeah, if you remember seeing it New Year's Eve. And the last one... Um, what the hell are you doing? I'm twice your age. <coughs> oh, that's in this. New Year's Eve. Uh, well that is done. this well film. Done. Yeah. That was kind of a test to see that you actually watched it. If you actually it watched it. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately we have. <laughs> well done, I suppose, in a way. Yeah, well, I feel like, it, yeah, thank you. I'm glad I watched <laughs> I'm glad I got at least that one right. <laughs> oh. Right, so uh, Dave, do you want to do the judgment of New Year's Eve? Um, Check it on. Technically, Ozzy was was judging this one. What did you What did you really think, Ozzy? <laughs> Don't hold was, back. Yeah, I thought it was one of the worst films. Um, <laughs> it's certainly one of the worst films I watched this year, and I literally watched episode one, two, and three of Star Wars uh, <laughs> all yesterday. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's pretty. I feel like it's fair. You know, th this one riled me up more so than episode two. So really, um, wow. Yeah. I, it's just it, terrible. It, it, it just, just didn't like it need to be made. It just didn't make me feel anything, which is kind of worse than Love Actually in a way. Do you know what I mean? Or or any of it. It just didn't make me feel anything. I just felt like cold inside. Uh, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, 
Yeah, higher or lower than... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've just looked at it and my goodness, it's, I mean, it's not just low, it's, it's an awful lot lower than, than what it, what what was the last one we did? Uh, Elf. Elf, yeah. Elf, Elf, like 77 or 87 Yeah, 77. This is seven. (laughs) This is seven. (laughs) Just seven percent. Wow. The tomato meter. Yeah. That says it all, doesn't it? I mean, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm also surprised by the audience score, which gives it 45%. So it feels high to me. Yeah, 5% <laughs> away from being just in the middle. But uh, yeah, the 7%. I don't think I've ever seen a film that's actually been low, especially with that kind of cast. Mm. To, to not get above 10% is um, is pretty special. I think the thing with the audience score is, you you know from looking at the poster or watching a trailer for this, whether this film is for you or not. Mm. And... You're not going to watch it if it's not for you. This is it's pretty obvious what this film's going to be about, what kind of film it's going to be. If it's not for you, you're not going to watch it. But the fact that only 45% of the audience liked it yeah. says to me that even those that thought this was going to be yeah, spent, yeah, yeah. more than That's half true. of them That's came true. away thinking, actually, That's no, true. it wasn't. You know, I think the only bit that you could say you could watch the film in would be maybe if you're having a very tense New Year's Eve or something like that. And it was just, you know, like put a complete bland something on just that everyone can watch do you know what i mean i could see how that it could serve a purpose to some extent but you'd have to be having a pretty bad new year's eve to think that this would this uh, is going to be a good (laughs) well i I did read some of the reviews and basically the kindest one that was out there was like it's just inoffensive and a marzipan film is what it called it this was the only good review i could find and the a calls it a marzipan film in that, you know, some people love it, some people won't like it. It doesn't really offend anybody, though. It's just going to be on in the background and just wash over you. Basically, the review was, it kills an evening, which doesn't it just. No, <laughs> just I, don't, don't let it be New Year's Eve, it kills. I, I read a good review that said the only entertaining way to watch New Year's Eve is, is as if it's some sort of blood sport in which only a few of the actors survive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, actually, that would have made it more entertaining. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a good, that's a good point. Um, I well, I mean, that's, that's the way we're going to end 2020, I think, isn't it? Um, yeah. With half I mean, our number. <laughs> Half a number missing, and one of the worst films we've ever put on trial. Yeah, um, well, I suppose that's it. And I think, I guess, if uh, if if Gav was here, he'd probably wrap up with some sort of message. Uh, yeah, like it, like some sort of a way to end a final word of twenty twenty. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll give it a go. I go, tried to write a few things down there while we were uh, while I was meant to be arguing for how great New Year's Eve was. I thought I'd just yeah. uh, spend some time and try and put a little speech together. So um, I don't know. Here it is. You know, let's have some nice thoughts. That's not the rightest thing. That's the swear words. <laughs> no, <from> maybe. <laughs> yeah, I suppose as we draw the year to a close, I guess it's been a struggle for all of us um, working from home and doing this from home. So, you know, and without dwelling too much on the obvious troubles and hardships of the year, I'd just like Noelle. to say thanks. Well, yeah. <laughs> not just Noel, but yeah. yeah. I'd just like to say thank you to everyone who's uh, stuck with us throughout and everyone who's given us messages of support. You know, messages of love, hate, uh, <laughs> lots of pictures of empty delivery wrappers, uh, a few a few messages asking where deliveries even are, if we even send them out. There's a few people who I think who just en- enter the compositions for the Freddos, they don't even yes. listen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a big thanks to people who've just like helped us out and, and sent us a message of support. Uh, huge amount of love to the wives and girlfriends for putting up with these ever-increasing yes. in-lens Zoom calls. Um, you know... <laughs> 
hopefully in 2021 you'll get your living rooms and kitchens back <laughs> and um, I don't know I suppose let's I'll leave it with a bit of paraphrasing from the most uplifting message I've heard this year which comes from New Year's Eve itself and I suppose it's as the ongoing global issues continue and life seems to stop and start let's consider that during this stop it's suspended there to remind us before we pop the champagne and celebrate the new year let's stop and reflect on the year that's gone by remember our triumphs and missteps our promises made and broken the times we opened ourselves up to great adventures or closed ourselves down for fear of getting hurt because that's what new year is all about getting out of the chance in America it is in, in England it's just getting leathered <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah so essentially enjoy yourselves guys because it actually ends quite nicely but yeah stay safe um, look after each other let's hope that in you know next year we all uh, we all do better than we did this year and uh, keep it all up <laughs> let's just all do a lot better everyone yeah. Yeah, good luck to everyone and, um, and yeah and stay safe over the over the period Catch you all next week. We'll be in your ears next year. Yeah, let letters in your ears next year. <laughs> Open your ears to us. <laughs> so Hold me in your ears. <laughs> like us on Facebook and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. And with that, New Year's Eve is a shit. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he listens all the way to the end. I mean, he will. No one else (laughs) will. No one else will. (laughs)